You're listening to the My Vinyl Addiction Podcast with Vince G and John Seagram, a podcast for true music fanatics. Join in on the conversation and the argumentation. What's up, man? Not much, man. You know, this is pretty exciting. Your first uh, live stream uh, on Twitch. This is a, you know, we're going to try to do the podcast the same way we always do it. Yeah. Um, However, you know, you know, we're just going to, you guys can chime in some comments. Finally, you know, if you guys have uh, agree with us or disagree, then feel free to throw that in the comments and we'll, you know, we'll try to our best to follow it and and read your comments and uh, go from there. Yeah. This is like a momentous occasion because we've done now a whole season and we're kind of winding down. We have a couple more episodes. Yeah. to do finish our second season and when we started this we didn't think it was going to last for you know a couple of shows right <laughs> yeah exactly we thought we'd be like oh we'll do you know we'll try it out and see what happens <laughs> yeah yeah but this is cool because we're live now so all the mistakes are going to just stay in we're not going to cut anything <laughs> out here they can so. see that we never really edit our show anyways we don't so well, on this episode let's let's get into it because you know let's get the nerves out of the way and just let's do this um (laughs) this episode we just kind of finished two two kind of unique episodes right we did the 60s show and we did the 70s show which were were way different yeah yeah those were were so cool man because it was like uh, for me i enjoyed it because i got to learn a lot of uh well, pretty much learned the names of a lot of artists that I've already <laughs> heard before, you know. Right. And I was kind of like, "Oh, about it," you know. Like Bill Withers, like I said, um, I really didn't know he did so much great songs in so many hits. So it was kind of cool for me to, you know, get some education on that one. That's right. That's right. That's what this show is all about, man. Yeah. Being open to new things, and you know, there. I, I got to be honest. Like throughout this whole uh, show, I haven't really disagreed with many. Um, records that were brought to my attention because i love music right so it's like yeah. i could kind of find something cool and everything um but let's see how this show goes so and so, except for this one <laughs> all right so let's jump right in i think that um we'll talk about the two that we brought to the table this week i gave you scars on broadway the debut album so it's their self-titled album um and i i really wanted to get get your opinion on this one so that's what I brought to the table. What did you bring? This one, I, you know, kind of something, an album I want to bring up for a while and it kind of just popped in my head and I was glad to remember it and bring it on. But I brought on uh, Vampire Weekend, Modern Va- Vampires of the City. All right. And, and I, oh man, I can't wait for this episode. I really, yeah. <laughs> I think Honestly, like how, you know, Lori, your wife in the introduction, the, you know, the conversation, the argumentation, I feel like this is going to bring on the argumentation episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think on both on both ends here. So <laughs> I'm ready to jump in. Which one do you want to start with, man? I want you to tell me first off um, what made you like this band and why did you bring this one to the show this week? All right. Perfect. So Vampire Weekend has always been a... Um, you know, you, you you always hear like me and your cousins, me and your cousin. You know, like kind of um, they're just kind of popular, always around. And then I I kind of got into them. I believe my brother and I know my cousin Matt liked them a little bit, especially my brother. He he was kind of into them. And then um, this album came out in 2013, and I was kind of like, all right, you know. And then I 
I don't know why or how or what it was, but this was an album I think I bought probably, I think we still had CDs at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I, you know, I got this one and then I was just fully invested in it, man. I just totally loved it. And like the cool thing about it, like, I don't know, man, it's, it's, there's so many like, different things in it, you know, like there's so much changes. Um, some of the songs are, you know, have a lot of different feels to them, but I think what I loved most about it, like at this time, me and my cousin, Matt, were going out, you know, bar hopping a lot, but we would just sing these songs like for the top of our lungs. And, you know I mean? Like constantly and always like, like Hannah Hunt, uh, oh man, like, uh, what else in there? Unbelievers, you know what I mean? Like there's so many songs on this album where you just get this really good, you know, you can just belt out some vocals to it. And it just, I don't know. I just album takes me back to a good time in my life where it just had so much fun. And I, you know, I haven't really heard this album in a very long time until I brought it up. And then I going back and listening to it, man, I was just, Oh man, it felt so good just to, you know, put it very loud and kind of, you know, driving or anywhere, you know, kind of started like seeing out the vocals again, man. It like, it's just a good Thank album, so good album to me. Um, but <laughs> I am very curious <laughs> to see how you felt this album. Cause listening through it, I was like, man, this is not going to be Vince's cup of tea at all. <laughs> well, before I even get into it, I think who do, we, who do we have on? I think it's is that Sean Barrios? I believe yeah. so. SA Barrios. Yeah, it has to be Sean. Yeah. He's asking what's next, 80s show. <laughs> I think we skipped the 80s show because it's just too easy. Um yeah. And he did a good John Gobbicon reference right there. <laughs> what's next? You know what? 80s Maybe show. <laughs> Sean should come on the show and we'll do an 80s show because as long as he doesn't bring what was that guy? He what was the record Tom he brought Tom Waits, yeah. Don't bring that record, please. (laughs) All right, so let me jump into this. All right, so I put this on maybe on Tuesday, and I started listening, and I turned it off, and then, because I was like, all right, John the Seagram has crapped on some of the ones that I brought on this show, right? (laughs) And the ones that I was thinking of uh, really were like, metric when i brought metric on you're just like oh vince like what is this forever 21 music or whatever <laughs> i felt like this was forever 21 music like and i didn't bring myself to, to put it back on so yeah. i waited a couple of days i talked to my wife she she you know she talked to me she talked me and then you know giving it a second chance second time i put it on i i could actually listen to it all the way through um what i was getting out of it though was like it was annoying to me in the, but in the in the back of my mind, I I find myself like tapping my hand to the beat or whatever. Yeah. But it was just I was pissed off that I was even doing that because <laughs> something about this band it's just not my style. I think they're they're talented. I think and a lot of people love this band, right? Because uh, I've heard of them before. I've never listened to them. But for me, this is just not my thing. Like I was going through listening, and I'm you know I wish I knew there was one song on there where. It, He's doing something crazy with his vocals, and it was just like pissing me off. I was oh, like, is it, Stop. Is it Diane? Uh, Diane? I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's the one, man. I was like, what is going on here? I hate, I hate that part too, though. To to be honest, like I feel like this album, like the engineer or maybe the band or producer was like discovered. You like this, you know, the the noise change, like the octaves or whatever. Yeah, like, hey, this would be cool, man. Let's try this. Let's do this. And they went overboard on it, and they're like, it's annoying to me too. Like, I hate that part on Diane uh, Diane Young, but <laughs> and then another thing, why they have too many? They have two songs on here named 
by after a person like Hannah Hunt and Diane Young, don't name songs after a person. Don't do it. I just don't like it. Well, Diane Young is supposed to be like dying young. Oh, it's over my if head. Dying, if dying young don't change your mind, then baby, mm. baby, 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 right on time. Good Lord. It's supposed to be like right. a play on words. Yeah. I guess. Okay. <laughs> I, I missed that. I, I totally missed that. Um, I'm trying to think of something on here that I could just say was like, positive. okay, this is, this is what I'll say positive about the album. They're talented, talented yeah. band. They can make a song, not a song that I enjoy. So that's really, really it. So, I mean, it's funny. Cause like when I first heard vampire weekend, I was kind of the same way. Like I wasn't on board with it. I was kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of annoying. It's kind of too poppy. Everyone loves it. And, it's two of that, you know, like college feel, like preppy, whatever. But the funny thing about it is like when you really get into them and you start to enjoy them, it's like they're these rich kids pretty much. Mm-hmm. All of them are all rich kids from uh, the Hamptons. But they write about them being rich in the Hamptons. Like, you know, yeah. they're not like trying to act like they're like these, you know, oh, we had it so rough and, you know, oh, love, hurt relationships. Like they <laughs> – they literally write about like just how great lives they have living in the Hamptons and all, you know hey, all this rich stuff they do and I love that. Name the that what what is the name of this album again? Uh Modern Vampires of the City. Okay. Because I was so confused like it was like I looked it up and I see of the city and then but not Modern Vampires so I was a little confused there. Yeah. <laughs> but to me yeah, this was something I I, I knew off the bat. I was like Vince is not going to uh, appreciate this album too much but well, i want to ask one of our one of our people on right now sean um since you're listening what do you think of this album is this something that you're into because i know uh john the Seagram said that this is something that he remembers you playing and he kind of maybe caught it from you so is this one that you like go ahead and message us and let us know i really would love to know what you think about this and like laurie just said i think uh, she heard that h-e-m <laughs> And it's true. And that's like, and that's the best part about it is like, they're not trying to hide the fact that they are an H&M band or the, you know, they are like a, that type of group. Like they're not trying to be like anything else, but what they are like, you know what I mean? And like most groups will kind of be like, Oh, you know, we're like machine gun Cali who God knows what the fuck he is anymore these days. You (laughs) know what I mean? But then like now he's like, uh, yeah, but then now it's like, no, they know they're rich kids and they know they're poppy and they know they're, you know, Mm -hmm. but, to me, I felt like, you know, they're a really poppy group. And then, um, but I feel like this album kind of explored a little more. Uh, like, the more you listen to it, the more you really get into it. Like, um, like I said, like, uh, Hannah Hunt to me, like, I love that song. Because, like, I love it because it's really slow. And then at the very end, they have, and if I can't trust you, then damn it. And, like, he has, like, a lot of, like, you know, feeling at the end, like, it builds up to it. And I think that's what I really loved about uh, Hannah Hunt. Um, and like, plus, where's like, the, where's the sound files? Can't you play a little clip or no? Oh, I gotta set everything up. I haven't done that yet. Right. I gotta, I'm still, we're, I still, first episode, we're, still we're still learning. <laughs> <laughs> I want to push the boundaries, see if they like kick us off the air or black. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to do it somehow. I just, I know, I know I can do it. I've done it before. And I just gotta remember how I did it that time. <laughs> Sean said, I love this album and Vampire Weekend. And he says the only thing I don't like about them is there's not a lot of edge or balls. <laughs> I gotta, you have I have no marbles. 
no way. It's true. I mean, it's very true. They they don't have like a dark side, and they you know it's like most stuff that we talk about or I bring on. But I think, like I said, the most I what I love about it is the fact that they're not trying to act like they do. Funny thing is, I never listened to Vampire Weekend, and uh-huh. I always assumed they were like more of a dark group, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> you know, only time. Yeah. And then when I looked them up, I did realize that I had heard one of their songs. They have their the opening and Step Brothers is one of their songs, cousins? I guess. Yeah. No, no, not cousins, is it? No, uh, it's yeah. a, a punk or something. A like punk. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. that's the beginning of Step Brothers. <laughs> so you know what? I'm not dissing your taste in music because I know you have great taste in music, but this one just didn't hit me. So yeah, yeah. I I I can see that, and uh, I understand. But I'm glad you gave it a, a second chance. Yeah, I know, you know, most stuff I give you, you listen to it halfway once, and then you're like, come on, man. And then you play it again. I'll make so you I'm a glad, deal. I'll listen to this one. I'll go back and listen to this one again if you go back and listen to that Metric album again. I could probably do Metric. I mean, it was the live one, right? The Apple Music one? Yeah. Yeah, I can, do, I can do the Apple Music one. Um, um, uh, was it? What are the words? I don't know which song you're singing, but yeah, the whole album's great. Just check it out. Everybody listening, go check it out. As long as you don't make me listen to like um, 10 years again. Man, 10 years is like one of the best bands ever. I don't know what your lack of... You've hated some of the best stuff. 10 years, Led Zeppelin. How could you hate Led Zeppelin? I don't get it, but hey, each his own, right? (laughs) All right, let's go. Let's move on to your choice and let's let's see what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My choice this time, you know, we had just come through the 60s and 70s, and I was like, let's go back and do something a little more aggressive. So I chose Scars on Broadway, and it's their debut album. So it it's really self-titled. And I remember when um I heard that uh how do you look pronounce his last name? Darren Molek. Malik? Malik? Yeah, that he was making this um solo album, you know, in the downtime for System of a Down. And I was like, hmm, what's this going to sound like? You know, I had no idea. And then I just bought this one like right away. And from like the first song, I was hooked. And this has been one of those records ever since then that has been like heavy rotation for me. Like I come back and listen to it a lot. And I think what it is about it is I, I like the, it's very high energy. This album's got a, a high energy feel to it. And a lot of what System of a Down had with the, um, weird melodies and stuff like that, but it's just a different vibe. He doesn't try to be as hardcore and, you know, it's not system of a down. It's his <laughs> own thing. And that's what I appreciated about it. So I was like, I, you know, me and you never really talked about this record. So I was like, hmm, I wonder what he thinks about it. You know? So I figured you might not like it. I wasn't too sure, but I wanted to bring it to your attention. What do you think of this album? So I never heard of this before. Honestly, I, I have no idea. Really? Yeah, when you told me, I was like, Scars on Broadway, it sounds interesting. Like, I thought, you know, like Genesis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Lamb Lies Broadway. Oh, man, that was great. So this is going to be great, too. <laughs> but, so then I checked it out, and, you know, I saw, it said Derek, uh, Darren, uh, Malikian, whatever. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm, I like System of a Down. You know, this should be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, Darren is pretty much a singer of System of a Down anyways. So I was kind of like, well, I guess, you know. And then one other thing, too, I was really interested in is because um, when you go solo, it always trips me out the fact that it's like, okay, I'm go- oh, I'm in this band, System of a Down. I'm going to do a solo album. So to me, and I think in my head, this is your chance to 
do something that um, you can't do in System of a Down, you know. But but there's bands like like Rob Zombie, Left White Zombie. I'm like, this kind of sounds the same, you know. Yeah. When uh, uh, Head did his own shit, and I was like, that sounds just like Corn. Exactly. Why, exactly. Why would you leave Corn to do Corn? You know. Right. So like, but this did sound different. Um, it it does have similarities, a lot of similarities, but then also I. I cannot listen to this and honestly say this is system of a down. Um, and it has to be, you know, the rest of the group, like they have like that, uh, organ or, you know, I don't know, keys mm-hmm. and keyboards. it sounds, yeah, the keyboards in it, you know, it kind of changed the sound up for me a lot, but <laughs> saying that guy is the worst fucking lyricist in the fucking world. Next the to lyrics. this are for, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you that. The lyrics are not top shelf. No. Like I'm, I'm I got a head the, and I laid in my bed and I went to the dead because I wasn't said. <laughs> it's yeah. like they're sitting in the studio, like give me a word, arm. Okay, I'm gonna just run everything in the rest of the arm. I'll make a song about it. <laughs> and I felt like they did it like in a day, maybe two. Like the lyrics are were horrible, horrible yeah. on this album. A lot of people say that. Yeah, and then like they were so bad, but then also too like it's hard though because it's Darren. And, you know, he, he sings for main singer system of a down. I'm still waiting for backup surge to come in, you know, like I'm always waiting for like, they mm-hmm. harmonize so good together, Yeah, which it was hard to hear him harmonize with himself on this album because since they harmonize so well, like you kept waiting for it, you know, they kept waiting to hear like that joint, you know, union, yeah. uh, that never happened. That was kind of rough. But then also too, like, um, what was it? I was going to say, Oh, like a lot of times too, like he'll be singing and you're so used to system of a down. You kept waiting for like Surge to be like, like you kind of just missed. I felt like Surge would have been good backup vocalist, like he is in system for this. But, um, I but other than that, like the first half of the album, I thought was garbage. And I was like, dude, this is like the worst fucking album I ever heard. How could the guy be in such a good band like System and write such garbage like this? But then, however, when it got to, um, and I got like, like my track listing really quick. And when it got to, I want to say universe, I think after universe, I was kind of like, mm-hmm. all right, this isn't that bad. And then from there, it kind of, it wasn't so bad. And it got there. I think universe, I, I got to look back at the, I'm really horrible on names, but it you, mean like, you didn't like the song chemicals. No, some chemicals. <laughs> oh God, dude, I was cracking. I wanted to text you so bad and be like, come on. Vince, are you serious? I don't know. Even that song to me, like this song from front to back, like how, okay, let's think of it this way. Um, like the way you like Nuclear Rabbit and it's just <laughs> something in you that likes it. I feel the same about this. And the funny thing is I hadn't um, really played too much of their attention to their second album. So when I gave you this choice, I went and listened to their second album. And it was even, for me, even better than, than this one. So I was like, I went ahead and ordered the vinyl and it's on its way. So well, I'd hope it's better. I mean, Jesus Christ. It, and this is, a, I, I don't know. I wish we had more people on that could actually let me know what they think about it. Because I think that this one is a good one. I think you just, I don't know. Well, it, it's funny too, because I was I was thinking about it a lot. Because I was like, all right. So um, System of a Down, I, I really know well the first album, the subtitled, and uh, Toxicity. I really don't, I really lost touch with them after. I don't know a lot, like still this album, anything else after I'm kind of like, uh, I kind of heard some songs, but I never like fully listened to albums. And I feel like this is the time when around that time when it came out. So 
I'm missing a lot of that, like the like it's just constantly like going on like that the entire time. But like I said, like the lyrics were just so bad and so cheesy, and it just like ruined it. Like the music was so good, you know, like the music that you hear, I'm like, all right, cool, I can feel this, I can feel, you know, like it's like system, but it's different, you know, that's what I liked about it, especially the organs and everything like that. So I thought that's what I liked about enjoyed. But like if if he was not the singer, it'd probably be way better. Or the least writing the lyrics, I should say. It'd be way better. He needs Surge, obviously. I mean, I got to hear the second yeah. album. He needs But Surge. then if you look at it, Surge's solo albums were crap. To I me. haven't heard his either. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you don't like this, don't listen to Surge's solo album. So I'm like, yeah. where did the creativity come in? And for me, it was here. The, the guitar playing on this album by itself to me is worth it. And then they have... Um, John from System is playing drums. So the rhythm on this album is still pretty great to me. So I'm thinking... Has to be Shavo. Shavo has, has to be the glue in the best writer. In it. it must <laughs> he's be. The only yeah. one, he's the only one who hasn't written crap yet. <laughs> well, cool. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, after like track 11 like universe and i was like all right i can listen to this side like if 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 it's on vinyl and universe is on side b i would just listen to side b only i would never listen to the first half but like i said like the the you you're right the music is good i mean darren's a badass guitar player you know he's he's amazing um but yeah i just i couldn't get into it the first half yeah. i was just laughing so hard like are you kidding me like this is your rhymes <laughs> okay, Des. Hey, he rhymed, man. He had a, a little. <laughs> well, he did rhyme. Little rhyme dictionary. He I mean, I shouldn't talk out. shit because, like, I know I'm not the best writer either. But like, I, I was like, I can't on. write lyrics at all. So, <laughs> all right, so, yeah. man. We're we're rounding this one out. But let's let me ask you another question along this same topic. Uh, people who were in a great band and then went on to do their solo stuff and it sucked. Can you think of a couple of those? Because I have a couple right off the top of my head. One is, and I know you're not even going to like the band that I, I bring up, but I'm going to say um, Brandon Boyd. He just came out with actually a new um, record. He has a couple of, of uh, solo albums. And with Incubus, he's mm-hmm. in a group, and they do it together, and it sounds great. But when he gets off on his own, I'm not a big fan. It's just not really? the same. And Yeah. What's, and the, you probably, what's different about it? Like what, what? Like is it the music or hip? The way I, he sings? I feel like the 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 songs are just not songs. They're not crafted as well as an Incubus song. Whether you like Incubus or not, because um, a lot of people don't, because Incubus started out as more of a hard thing, and then they kind of you know turn into what they are now, which is what I love. Me and my wife will will play Incubus. We love Incubus, you know. But a lot of people don't like them because of that, and um, they have complete songs, well crafted. <laughs> Well done songs, and I feel like his solo stuff was not that well done. Can you think wow. of any of those type of people? Um, you know, it's, I'm trying to think of, of something. Tom Lennon. <laughs> oh no, that was I think almost better, almost uh, controversial. But opposite uh, opposite though, what I was gonna uh, what you're asking is um, uh, you're gonna help Someone me got out better. Yeah, uh, you're, you have to, you have to help me out because he was. You brought up his album. He was from Incubus, and he did his solo album. Oh, Ben Kenny. Ben Kenny, that was great. That was oh, yeah. that was solid, man. Like in a for not knowing he was from Incubus, like it was so good. And for him to do every aspect, and like he did 
<laughs> you know, like he yeah. wrote the uh, every instrument or recorded every instrument, like played everything. Yeah. So Lenny Kravitz of him, but <laughs> it was it was <laughs> no good. Way. It was really good, and I and you know I thought I had lost touch with Incubus. You know, kind of after Make Yourself, maybe. Um, Can I ask you what it is about Incubus now that you don't like? Just curious. I feel like they got too, like, oh, I'm a butterfly and I'm the ocean and I love everything and I'm the world and you are my world. And like, it's new, like, beachy, watery, surfer, crappy bullshit, which like, I, it annoys me for some reason. Um, and I think it, it really deters me away from it. But also, like, when I listen to songs, like, you know, like, Mexico, such a great fucking song. Um, there's another song off that album too. What I'm saying, um, uh, God, I can't remember the name of it. But like, they have like when I hear it, I'm like, damn, these are solid fucking songs. But I think like when I lost touch was the whole like, I dig my toes into the sun. Oh, that's one of their best songs. And I'm like, really, dude? Like, you came from like, you know, like, you need to be in love, like- man. You better be in love. You're married. <laughs> yeah, but we don't. We're not sappy like that, man. <laughs> yeah, like Sean says, Shaft. Me like, God, that's far. a good song. Like, the, like, it could be a science to me is amazing. That's it like is. an amazing album all around and so solid, not stop. Even like they have the, uh, you know, the anti-gravity love song and it's still mm-hmm. so great. But then it's, I don't know, man. It's, they just got too surfer and too into the world and it bothered Their last me. release, man, they have a song called, um, I think it's called into the summer or something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. I, I still love, love this group there and they're going to play in Irvine coming up in right before the summer, I think. So we're definitely getting tickets for that. I won't ask you guys if you want to go with us, but. <laughs> but you know what though? Like there's been a lot of shows like that where I got like, I'm not a big Foo Fighters fan. I'm not like, you know, I hate Foo Fighters. They piss me off for some reason. I don't know what it is. I might be jealous of them, but I've seen them live a couple of times and they're put on the, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. And I loved it. I loved every moment of it. And I had such a good time. Like Incubus to me, I, th- I can imagine going to see Incubus and being like, oh yeah, this is awesome. But it's still being like, come on, man, play Sergey Agreed. Sergey Agreed. And Dave Grohl falls off stage better than anybody. So <laughs> give him that, you know? And you know, last week we just watched his, uh, what's it called? Um, Studio 666. Have you heard about that? Oh God. Yeah. It's on Prime now, right? It like yeah. bombed the theaters. And it went to Brian. <laughs> it, it's they they cannot act. They're musicians. They cannot act. But it was actually funny because they put in a lot of money for the the horror part of it, like you know all the decapitations and that type of stuff. Uh-huh. So there was there was some good money put into that. Um, but and it was funny. It, it made me laugh. So there's that. Yeah, it's funny because I thought like, oh, this has to be one of those B movies. Like when you watch it, you're gonna be like, God, this is so horrible. But like. I'm thinking it's eventually it's going to be one of those. This is so bad that it's good. That it's good, but you know it has to be eventually. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. Uh, I figured too when I saw the trailer and I heard about it, I was like, "This is not going to go well." <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like they don't need the money for this. Why are they doing this? And I think today Dave Grohl, or I guess is it the Foo Fighters? Dave Grohl, one of them. They released the album from as the. Oh yeah. The, the soundtrack? death metal band, so they released yeah. the album of that. So I'm gonna check that out. I heard one, and I was like, Vince would probably like this because it sounds like Iron Maiden. <laughs> like it just, yeah, they were they were pretty. They actually it was surprised. I was like, they could play this. That's pretty good for for yeah. them, you know, because they play a different style of music. So 
yeah, I heard it about it. I was like, oh, that actually sounds, you know, interesting. And so I want to check that album out. Um, movie, I, actually, I do want to see, but like, I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> it's like back in the day when someone used to have a copy, like, hey, man, you want to watch this? Yeah, sure. You know? <laughs> so I'm looking happen. back in the comments and I see that um, <laughs> Sean said, Shaft, that was a great Incubus song. Lori's talking about the Foo Fighters over here. Yeah, so it, this is great going live and um, having some people comment. I would love to um, do this more often, you know what I mean, where we just go. I think we should probably do this every time, keep go live. A, and Keep it a thing, man. I mean, yeah. you know, slowly and surely we just build, 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 build. You want to give us uh, like a sneak peek as to what our next show is going to be? Because it's going to be a wild one. So next week, next Friday, we'll be going live again. We're not sure of the time yet. Uh, we got to confirm it. But we're going to have a very special guest that we had on the show before. Um, yeah. And But uh, should I just talk about what we're going to do? Go ahead. We could, we could lay it out there. So me, Vince, and our special guest will all be releasing our top five Drinking, drinking songs. songs. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about our top five drinking songs. So, man, definitely join in. And then, you know, comment your favorite uh, drinking song as well. And then for sure, man, uh, that's going to be fun. After every after every round, which we say are all of our favorite drinking songs, we're all going to take a shot. So you guys join in with a drinking as well, and that'll be even, even more fun. And we'll see if we make it through the uh, episode. Because I used to drink a lot in my younger days, but I'm a lightweight now, so. It's funny because I, you know, I maintain a good drinking status, but when we talked about five shots, I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be very interesting. I told my wife already, I said, all right, honey, next Friday, we're going to do a drinking episode. Um, don't clean the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to use it. Yeah, in just in way. case. Yeah, just in case. Or at least clean around the toilet so I can hug it. <laughs> All right, man. It's been good talking to you. And thank you guys who jumped on for commenting. And uh, really cool. Um, yeah, Jeff, don't worry. Next time we'll be in the hot tub for you, Jeff. Don't worry. <laughs> so we'll be back next Friday at 7 p.m., right? Uh, yeah, we'll confirm the time for sure. See yeah. how our guest is going to do. Somewhere around 7, there. 7 p.m. sounds good to me. But we'll confirm it. We'll post it on our both Instagrams. I am John the Seagram, and yours is... Uh, my vinyl addiction, my vinyl dot addiction, whatever, but you could figure it out and be sure to make sure, uh, like, and follow, subscribe to our Twitch. Yeah. That way you guys can go ahead and, uh, be, um, check out all of our episodes and be uh, notified when new episodes coming out. Yep. Thank you guys for, um, participating and we'll see you next week. Cool, man. See ya.